Today's episode of In the Trenches is brought to you by System 12 Guitar Method. Sign up today at RyanRoxy.com. In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Hello, 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 and welcome to another live stream episode of In the Trenches. I am your host, Ryan Roxy. And as you can see, normally I'm in the studio in our nice, luscious uh, North Pole location in Sweden. But this episode finds me out on the road somewhere in a hotel room somewhere in America. All right. Um, and it's it's this is not a green screen, folks. This is the real deal. This is what real <laughs> hotel rock and roll touring is about. And our guest today knows a thing or two about that. Because when you think of one name artists, and you know I'm a big fan of one name artists and and or just one name in general. Obviously, he's got a last name, but everyone knows him as this one name. Sometimes I'm talking like I'm not talking seal, I'm not talking sting, but what, for instance, what Madonna is to pop music, I think our artist today is to heavy metal because you associate him, his voice, his look for so many years with the genre of heavy metal. Um, of course, I am talking about Udo. I just have to say Udo, you know, just like the same way you'd say Lemmy, but Udo, Dirk Schneider. And I think I said that right as well. So let's welcome into the trenches the one name of heavy metal lead singer frontman udo hello hello how hello, you doing hello, man? Hello. yeah i'm doing fine i'm enjoying a little bit of holiday and uh, with my family my son and the wife of my son and uh, my granddaughter so see and uh yeah so it's, everything's it's fine everything good it's yeah. been a while i mean I, I don't know if you remember the first time uh, we ever hung out together. I think it was a down at Sweden Rock Festival. Um, and uh -huh. you were kind enough to invite me up uh, for Balls to the Wall. And you were playing. And it was one of the loudest experiences I've had in my entire <laughs> life. Because, you, <laughs> because your band likes to play super loud because yeah. you are super loud. Is, is that always been a thing for you? Just pure volume and... Uh, yeah. Uh, but we changed a little bit the whole uh, technical uh, side, you know. Now we have in-ears, and uh, no, it's not that loud anymore on stage, you know. It's just like in your ears now, you can I hear. can see you have a little You have a little wireless bud right yeah, in there right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You're on the head yeah. of the uh, curve of technology. I love it. Well, there's, yeah. a certain lead, <laughs> there's a certain lead singer that I play with that uh, is still getting used to that uh, in-ear yeah. thing. Uh, how long did it take you from going from old-ear monitors and, and loud side fills to this in-ear experience? I did this on the last uh, tour when we did the Steel Factory tour. You know, that was my son said, ah, come on, daddy, try this, you know. This is much better. You can make your own sound and blah, blah, blah. And then I say, okay, come on. Uh, I'll try it. And I don't want to miss this anymore. You know, this is perfect. You can, can, can control yourself much more. And, you know, you can have, have if you have a nice uh, sound engineer, you, he knows, okay, you need this a little bit louder in, in this song and this and this and this. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with that. And, uh, Maybe I used this already earlier, but you know the old days, <laughs> old style. <laughs> it 
communicate. But who knows what would have happened if we didn't have that experience of that sound? Because people used to say, oh, man, you must be uh, deaf from being on stage. Well, nowadays, that's just not the case because you do have a little pack on your wireless so you can control it. But back in the day, it was just as loud as it was to be in the front row. It was maybe even louder. And trust me, when I played with you guys on that Sweden rock stage, (laughs) it was the loudest thing I'd ever had. I've ever heard and yeah, I've ever played. Maybe out. maybe Motorhead was a little bit louder than that. <laughs> a tiny bit. A tiny bit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so Udo, uh I'm glad that we're able to have this conversation. Um we've all been through as uh touring musicians, we've all been through this sort of drought of not touring, but that hasn't stopped you from creating and uh, yes. working on music. And you've been very busy throughout the whole pandemic because I, I don't want to dwell on, you know, 2020 and what has been to 2021. Um, I want to look forward to the future and you have not one, but two projects that you're currently working on. Um, one, which the fans are going to be very, very excited about, is uh, coming out, the new Udo record. That's game over. Yes. Um, but there you go. But but just to go back a little bit to get forward, uh, we're going to talk about this project that you just recently put out, Dirk Schneider and the Old Gang Arising. So if we could just go back to get forward <laughs> a little bit. Does that sound good, Vic? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we're not going back that far. We will go back a little bit more, a little bit later when we talk about it. But um, just to get things a perspective of what you've been doing doing during the pandemic, tell us about Dirk Schneider and the old gang, how it came about and, uh, you know, why you decided to release that uh, three song EP. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, first the song. um, um, Yeah, come on. (laughs) Something with Angel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here we go. Um, uh, um, that was the song normally uh, 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 a song for the We Are One album, what we did with the orchestra, you know. But this album was completely full, and so and then we said, "Come on, this song we put this uh, on just, just on YouTube uh, without dealing and stuff like that." And uh, so the reaction was fantastic, and uh, yeah, and then Stephen Kaufman came up and said, "Hey, come on, we have uh, two more." Two more uh, uh, songs, not really finished ones, but we have two more left. It was also planned normally for the We Are One album with the orchestra. So, and then he said, come on, now this pandemic stuff, now your, your crew has no work, the band has no work. And then we tried to make a deal with this and uh, my record company, AFM. And then all the money goes to the crew of UDO and the rest of the band, you know. So we did everything for free, also the studio production, everything. So, yeah, that was more a charity thing, you know, and then, of course, <laughs> I knew what's coming, what was coming up, you know, Stephen Kaufmann, Peter Bolters, <laughs> Udo Dirkschneider, <laughs> okay, already three of uh, a band called, what was the name? Except, yes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that band. Oh, that band. Yeah, right. that band. Yeah, I, I heard of them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then the, pe- the people say, oh, yeah, this is a new band coming up and blah, 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 blah. So that was, but uh, there is nothing planned uh, that we are touring or doing some concerts, you know, or with only three, uh, with only three songs. And um, yeah, uh, it was just like, it was nice to work, you know, together with also with this uh, Manuela, 
she was already working with, with us on the We Are One album at the old album. Yeah, yeah and um, also my son, and then my old guitar player, Matthias Dietz, you know, we still talk to each other when he was also was leaving a UDO. <clears throat> yeah, and so that was a lot of fun, you know. This was also like without any pressure, without any thinking, we have to do like this or this, just we did it like this. Yeah. And the reaction was fantastic. So maybe, I don't know, I mean, definitely not at the moment, but uh, I don't want to say that maybe, maybe sometime, someday will be an album with this lineup. Yeah, you, you, know? you could see it yeah. becoming an album. Exactly. Well, I think it's Can very, happen. very cool and interesting that, uh, you know, it's not so much, it is a part of the old gang, but it's part of the new gang too. And when I talk about you playing, you know, with your son, that's a, must be a yes. very cool experience. Uh, Sven Dirk Schneider uh, has been playing drums with you for a while now. When did yeah, he, are. now, when did he start getting into the drums and did you get him into oh. the drums or was he just a product of his environment because he was always hanging <laughs> out at the shows? He started when he was four years old, and believe me, he had a child drums, you know, <laughs> and it was a nightmare in the house. It was a noise, unbelievable, you know. Okay, then we said that maybe, you know, half a year or a year, and then that's it. No. <laughs> so he was continuing and continuing and continue, and then he has lessons, and then he was joining a, a a band they were playing some church stuff and then he was uh, uh, getting his own band so he was still really into it in, into that you know and then when we were looking for a new drummer <coughs> um after francesco jovino i was yeah okay there was a lot of drummers you know they want to join udo of course and then I was, uh, for some reason, I think about promotion stuff in Berlin, in Germany, and uh, uh, I want to uh, yeah, meet Saxon. They was they were playing at that night, and my son was playing also the drums for Saxon, you know. But uh, the the drum of Saxon was ill. Okay. So, so and then I was yeah yeah, and then I was uh, talking to Biff and. I said, oh, I'm looking for a new drummer. You, maybe you have an idea, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, I have a good idea. You're, you're funny. I said, come on, you're joking. No, he said, definitely you, he can play that stuff, you know. Yeah. So, and then I was talking to my son, asked him, what do you think? Be the drummer in UDO. And uh, it takes four weeks <laughs> before he said, yes, I know what he did in four weeks. He was rehearsing all the songs, you know, to see, uh, <laughs> can I play that or can I, can I not? But uh, yeah, and then he said, yeah, I do it. And I'm really happy, you know, to get him on the, on the drums, uh, to him on the drums now in UDO. Well, you know that the, the history of a lot of lead singers' relationships with their drummers, um, a lot because a lot of lead singers actually start out playing drums. A lot of the guys that I've had on the podcast so far, uh, as far as frontman, they start they started playing drums. One that comes in particular in mind is the Steven Tyler a relationship that he has with with his drummer and Aerosmith, and how he caused him to have a nervous twitch. Uh, mm -hmm. do, do you do you find yourself being a lead singer that's very demanding of your drummer or because it's your son, do you, you cut him some slack or do you guys have a really good, positive, just sort of helpful relationship? 
I will say we have a really good relationship. You know, it's like like it's not like father and son. It's more friendship. You know, it's really like, um, yeah. You know, he sometimes he's coming up and said, "Yeah, oh, maybe we can do it. Like this, we can change something here and there, especially with the new album." And um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really happy. He is doing a really uh, uh, good job in 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 UDO. Not only the drums, he's very much in uh, production stuff and, and so on and on and on. You know, he's doing a lot of things. Right. So maybe he gets to yeah. be the, you know, he gets to be the one in charge and telling you to do another take and you to get <laughs> push it on this next take, Dad. <laughs> I love it. So, and the thing is, you're going to see him, you know, you're going to see him again in your next band as well because he's he's on the new udo recordings which we're talking about the udo uh, album that you're ha- that you're putting out um now which you're planning for an october release is that what we're talking yes yes it's coming out on the 22nd of october and uh, yeah that will be the release was normally planned one month earlier but you know all the pandemic stuff uh the they, they have problems, you know, to do the CDs and vinyl, blah, blah, blah. Everything is Everything a little bit... Uh, vinyl is like a, almost like a year waiting list, right? That's what I've been hearing now yeah. from people. Um, so yeah, ac- actually all these albums right. are getting delayed more because of the technology of yes. a vinyl album. Wow. Yes, yeah. Um, how did the recording of that go during the pandemic were you able to uh, all meet up in the room or did you guys do it more <laughs> remotely we uh normally we if, if we uh, start working on an album uh, we uh, normally collect all the ideas you know to set me mp3 and then listen to uh, okay and then when we uh, think we have enough material Normally we go into, yeah, let's say a rehearsal room uh, where we can record or a little studio and then we do all the arrangements face by face, by face, face to face. But this time, <laughs> okay, the first part was okay to collect all the ideas and then the, then the rest, the arranging stuff was over the internet, you know, like uh, uh, WhatsApp, uh, 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 FaceTime, Zoom, uh, Skype and all that. Whatever platform it takes, right? Yes, and that was that was a little bit strange, you know. Uh, (laughs) And it was also a little bit, you know. Then you have to wait. Okay, I send you the file like this, and then I send you this and this. Yeah, you have a studio now, because because for those that don't know, that's uh, not just the green screen that uh, Udo has in back of him. That's actually his view of his, uh, from your apartment or from your house or wherever it is. I know that it's, it might be a picture, but that's kind of what it's, the way you're it's a, looking. It's, it's, a, it's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's kind picture. of not that, it's not that far from the truth because the deal is no, you yes. are, you're the, you're the king of Ibiza and you've yes. been living there for many years. Have you yes. been, um, do you record albums down there? Because that seems to be like it would be a really nice perk if I was in your band to just like say, hey, I need to lay some guitar tracks down. Can I come down and visit you at your studio? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, so now uh, we had a small studio here in Ibiza when, when uh, Fitty Wiener was still in the band, but he is out now uh, since eight, 2018. And so, I mean... Um, now I go always like to Germany and we work more in Second Kaufman's studio. And um, 
and uh, so with, with the game over was like we did uh, all the uh, arrangements over the internet and then uh, yeah everybody goes on what yeah goes on his own into the studio you know normally definitely i'm in a studio uh when the guitar players are there so but yeah. it was not possible you know so it's and a, uh, it's gonna yeah. be a different experience when you guys actually you know plug it up and and get everything rolling for this for this upcoming tour when was the last time that uh udio went on 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 the like sort of a proper tour what did you do it uh before did you try and do any shows in 2020 even though it was kind of sporadic we did only, we did, we did only one show in 2020 and that was in bulgaria and we did a uh yeah we did a big show there i mean it was for us it was like wow and then we said okay we want to record this show film this show so there's a dvd out uh, uh pandemic survival show <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and yeah that was also i mean it was amazing and then also the the uh the venue i mean it was like wow i mean a really nice place and uh yeah that was the only show in 2020 and then uh yeah and then the rest of the time we were, we were doing the whole game over stuff you know in between i did the uh, uh Dirk Schneider and the old game thing and um the, yeah the game is far from being over though for you i feel the game is definitely far from being over because you do have plans to go out there and oh, yeah. tour this and do you know if 2020 is already looking uh, like European tours or does it look like it even a, uh, a trek out here? Because right now with the Alice Cooper band, we're, we're dipping our toe back into touring and we're uh, right now on tour with Ace Freely around the mm -hmm. United States. Does Udio have plans in 2022? There's our tour dates that Vic just put up. Thank you very much if you zoom in on there. But what about 2022 for Udio? Um, do you have... Uh... Um, yeah, if we are lucky, we did just two festivals this year. That was the Alcatraz Festival in Belgium. And then okay. we did a festival in Czech Republic. So everyone, everything was fine. The hygienic stuff, everything was perfect. You know, there was nothing happened. And uh, so now the, the first thing... <clears throat> Hopefully it works. It's the, the first half of the European tour in November, December. Okay, so there, will, then, be, there will be dates in November, December of this year. So maybe, uh, yeah. No, nobody maybe. knows, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I know then the plan, the plan is uh, in January to South America. We will see South America. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then uh, and then the next step is in February, Russia. And then, uh, yeah, the second half of the European tour. Festivals coming up then in, um, in 2022. Definitely, I think we do Wacken. That uh, I know. Yeah, that's that's something. kind of like basically your backyard in in a way because you're it's your stomping ground. It's like everybody, your household name at Vakin. Um, for those of you that don't know about the Vakin Festival, it probably is the biggest heavy metal festival i'd say in the world i would i used to yeah. say europe but now i'd say in the world it's because it's in the world yeah the it people. is yeah yeah so and then yeah and then just uh, i heard that we are coming to america in september you know so we will see okay. if everything if everything works in 2022 then 
We have a full year of touring. You have you have a hotel room somewhere in America waiting for you, just like this. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Very nice. I know places like that. <laughs> You've been doing it for years. I love it. And that's what we're, that's, we're here with Udo Dirk Schneider uh, from Udio. And of course, uh, for many, for many, uh, the only singer of Accept um, that will always be. And um, I've been lucky enough to be on stage with the man and uh, know how powerful his voice is. Wasn't as powerful as the Marshall Stack I was playing through, but, you know, that's the reason why I had to compete with his voice on that. Um, we're going to take a very short commercial break right now because we are maybe German-themed right now. Uh, this is our headphones and microphones that we're using is Bayer Dynamics. So why don't we run a commercial Vic right now? We'll come back with a little bit more of Udo Dirk Schneider. Hello, Ryan Roxy here, host of the In the Trenches podcast. And I also play guitar for Alice Cooper. I just wanted to take a second to talk about what mic you're hearing me speak through and what headphones I choose to listen to all my audio with. My go-to podcast and live performance mic is this TG V70 dynamic vocal mic. And when I'm recording acoustic stuff, I'll always mic it up with the Biodynamic M160 double ribbon mic. I listen to everything with the DT1770 Pro headphones, unless I'm out and about. That's when the Aventha wireless headphones really make listening to music, podcasts, or any other audio app that's on my phone ultra high fidelity and latency free. Check out their official site or the links below in the description of this video to find out more about what makes Biodynamic a musician's choice in pro audio mics and headphones. Now, Let's get back into the trenches for some more rock and roll. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the ride. See, it's not a boring back black background here. We're at a hotel room uh, talking yeah. with Udo Dirk Snyder. And of course, we've already talked about the fact that he's got his uh, new projects already out there. That's Dirk Snyder and the old gang uh, with their EP arising and the upcoming uh, Udio record are called Game Over. But I was very, very, um, again, big thanks to our script supervisor, uh, Federica, for helping us out with a lot of this information that I didn't know about. And and you and I have talked before in the past. I've actually interviewed before. We walked around Old Town Stockholm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked you some definitions. It, was, it ended with a beer. It was fine. But you know what? Yeah. Maybe Maybe for just some fun, we'll, we'll put a little clip of that in, um, and and we can we can show you guys what, how that went. But you know, maybe yeah. that's for some bone, bonus material. Um, yeah. But the thing was, I did not know that when you first started out, uh, like so many people uh, from my generations. Whoa, that's going way back, Vic. What are you doing? I didn't. Know, I wasn't going to go that that far. But there you go. <laughs> but. <laughs> Your one of your biggest influences was the Beatles. It was my first influence, yeah. And also my my parents was really into rock and roll. I mean all this Elvis stuff and blah blah blah. So I mean I grew up already with rock and roll music at home. And um yeah, and that was my first single, I'm down. Yes. That's a great and, song. I think it's one oh, of the yeah. more underrated Beatles songs because yeah. you don't you, you hear the the Beatlemania songs, but that certain one, I'm down. I think Aerosmith did a good cover of it at one point. Have you ever covered that song just because it was your first no. album? No, 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 no. 
No, I mean, it was, uh, and then with the Beatles, that was, uh, uh, the Rolling Stones came up and that was uh, something, yeah, more interesting for me. That was more dirty, <laughs> more, I don't know, there was something like, yeah, more rock and roll, you know. Beatles a, little bit, like, a little bit more yeah, swagger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so, and uh, yeah, and then I was it definitely completely into the Rolling Stones. And then, I mean, the first time, um, uh, what was that, in 68, I went to London, the old Marquee Club, and then I saw The Who, I saw wow. Jimmy, he Jimmy Hendrix, you know, Jimmy Hendrix, that was for me like, uh, what is this? <laughs> you know, the guitar was like, the sound was like, wow. <laughs> and then yeah. I saw uh, also Rory Gallagher, which is Ben The Taste. And uh, then guitarist as well. Great, yeah. yeah. And then Stan Webb also in a, at the Marquis Club. And uh, yeah, and then I came back to Germany and then I bought uh, the uh, album of Stan Webb and it was called Accept. And then they said, okay, band XX is not a, not a good name. We call the band now Accept. Then I was, yeah, I start the whole thing together with Michael Wagner. That time. was one of those things I did not I did not know that Michael Wagner, a very famous producer that has uh, gone on to produce many many uh, popular artists, Ozzy Osbourne, oh, yeah. Metallica, Megadeth, Halloween. Yeah. I mean, you, the list goes on and on. But you guys, were you both going through this process together of being fans of all these bands? Yes, I mean we, that was like the same. Let's say uh, uh, we did. Yeah, it was very much into Black Sabbath, Uriah Heep, the Sweet, Deep Purple, and and all that stuff, you know. And that was really like ten years after. That was the music where we listened, what, what we listened to, and uh, yeah. And then we found uh, uh, another guitar player, and I was still playing keyboards at the time. Uh, Wait a second. So Wait, I, see now that's the one thing. Did you have a, a keytar, one of those ones that's strapped around? No, as a no, guitar? no, 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 a real, a real, a real thing, you know. <laughs> I just can't yeah. imagine Udo Dirk Schneider as, yeah. a, as, as, a, as the keyboard player, yeah, but I was not that good, so that's why I, I, then I changed over that only thing, you know, yeah, but it was interesting, and then we were playing in, in, in. Uh, in small, really small clubs, uh, House of Youth stuff, you know, that was like a popular thing. And uh, and then Michael, uh, after after his, uh, he was uh, in, in the military, he was in Hamburg, and then he stays in Hamburg and uh, was going uh, into uh, the band, uh, the, the, the factory was called uh, uh, Strength Amplifier. And yes. then he was learning. Then he was learning all that stuff, and then he became a producer, engineer, <laughs> engineer, yeah. and all that stuff. You know, oh. yeah. And uh, yeah, we we had a lot of time, and uh, yeah, he, and he was going bigger and bigger in this in in on, in uh, his uh, world, and I was going bigger with except. You know, it was like and at both that of time. Us, there you are. There, there's a cool oh. shot of you guys, the old, yeah. the, the original lineup. Now, let me ask you this: because of your German uh, language, and yeah, you, you know, then all of a sudden you're put in this position of singing songs in English. 
were you comfortable at first or did or was there definitely a, a take some time to get uh the english under your belt and uh and, and do we ever get it under our belt i have a hard time speaking english to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it was in the beginning let's be honest not so easy for me you know it was like a, a, a lot of you hear a really love german accent in there and i still have this i think uh, i mean of course now it's getting better but uh uh, at this time, it was yeah, it was not so easy, you know. But uh, my as a kid growing up, though, I gotta be honest, Udo, I never heard it, and I honestly would have uh, sort of looked at you guys as more of a UK-based band, just because of the new wave of British heavy metal and the, everything that was yeah. coming out. And, and when I listen to old ABBA records, it's the same thing. I don't notice their accents until you really break it down yeah you know? i mean that was very interesting when we when we did the first except album uh, in 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 germany everybody was thinking this is an english band you know they're coming from england wow what is this a new band no from germany hello we are from germany <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah you did, have, um, you did have a song called london leather boys so that may be kind of you know yeah london leather boys is what more like a motorcycle gang you know the the uh, the that was the ball to the wall album that was already much 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 later the first yeah, yeah. i mean the first you accept album was in for 78 or 79 something like that so yeah so um what can i say i mean uh, i always uh, when when we start making the small band with Michael together we i always said i want to be the hardest band in germany so and i think i made it and and you've and you've obviously blossomed out from germany because it's become an international thing and yeah. there's there's so many german bands that have uh that have built the foundation of what we look at and think of as heavy metal of course there's the uk bands i think that have that have a foundation as well but if you think about artists like yourself and female artists like doro pesh you know so yeah. important to the to the heavy metal community the, oh, yeah. and the and the two of you have actually collaborated on stuff over the years correct yeah i mean i think in a way we are good friends you know i mean we don't see us that very often but when we see us we talk to each other and blah 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 blah, blah you know but she's still doing good and she's also i mean i don't know in the middle of middle 50s something like that and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, always fun to, to do something with her, you know, and uh, I think she's, uh, for me, yeah, one of the female metal singers still doing very well, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, we, she was an, an absolute delight to have on the podcast and any of those that are listening and watching right now, uh, we thank you for that. We'd like for you to, uh, of course, go on our YouTube official channel right now and hit that subscribe button right now. Uh, we're hanging out with Udo Dirk Schneider. But if you want to check out some older episodes, uh, one of those great episodes was Doro Pesh and she was on the uh, on the program not that long ago. Um, maybe another reason why you have this uh longevity and you have this uh international fame is because uh not just germany but the uk press um really uh embraces you i, I know that uh metal hammer which is german uk every all over europe uh based they've mm -hmm. awarded you with the maximum metal award and uh what does that mean with the to you to have this award like 
you know, some people say, okay, well, when you, that's sort of a lifetime achievement award, but you're not done with your achieving goals, right? You still have a lot of touring no. left in you. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, this, this, this was something, you know, I mean, it's a, a really honor to get this, you know, uh, and, and this award. That means that you did something in this business, uh, and I do this already for a long, long time. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was really proud to get this award. And uh, what can I say? But not, eh, I'm still working on, on a lot of things, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward. A lot of people already asking me when you want to retire. I said, retire? What is this? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to retire, you know. This is like, I mean, now, with pandemic stuff, for example, you know, I mean, now it's uh, everything is done. Album is done. A lot of the stuff what I did is also though. So, and now and you sit home in a way and you can do in a way nothing. Only okay. Now I do the interviews for the new you're album. Press. You, you're talking but about it, but press. it's not the same thing. It's not the same but thing as know, getting out there. And it's like for me, like oh, this will be the situation if you are retiring, sitting at home, drinking coffee, go for a walk, and then I don't know, read the newspaper or what? No, this is this is definitely not me, you know. I don't know. I mean, um, I always say I still have fun. I still my voice is working, and uh, still we can tour worldwide like this. What is the reason to stop? Yeah. So, you I mean, you feel more home on the road? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, definitely. I understand. Yeah, and so so something like this is is, is seems almost more like, hey, I'm here, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, but then again, you have the best of both worlds because then when you get off tour, you get to go to where most people go to vacation. So you get yes. to go to Ibiza and, and, and then it calls you home. Now, does the local Ibiza population, do they all know you as uh, Udo Dirk Schneider or do they just, they go, who's that guy no. with it, with no. the earbuds in his ears? <laughs> more, more, sometimes, you know, people, tourists and tourist people, you know, they may be like, oh, you know, but not if the, the, the people of the island, no. Yeah, was that, perfect, was that one know? of the reasons? Was I mean, ob the obvious reason to me, because now after living in Sweden for so many years, I'm just going towards the sun. The next place I move to is going to have to have the sun. So I, I, I have to imagine that's one of the ideas that you uh, chose to live and move to Ibiza and relocate. Uh, was it the only reason? Was there other no, reasons? Not, not, no, not, not the only reason. I mean, I stood up with my wife. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 15 years ago, 14 years, I don't know, <laughs> 13 years or 14 years ago. And then that was uh, definitely the time I said, okay, I don't want to stay in Germany anymore. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, the bass player, Fitty Wienhold, he was li he's living just five minutes from, from here. So, and then we built up a small studio, was working here. And so I always was a fan of Ibiza, you know, so, um, and that was the point to, go away from from germany and also you know it's a really the, the 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 air and everything it's much more healthier than in germany <laughs> definitely okay, uh, I but, yeah but, but at the moment it looks like i will go back to germany completely uh, i mean I, I i have so much work in germany um 
It's not only the music. I mean, I don't know if you know that I did the rock, uh, rock kitchen on TV. I did also some stuff with TV, you know, and then now some people ask me maybe do some radio stuff. Uh, okay, I don't want to do too much, but you know, there's, it's a lot of things to do in, in, in Germany. And now uh, they have two studios in Germany, one with Stefan Kaufmann. My son had his own studio, but as of, he had the moment at the, no studio. There was a big flood going on in, in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. We and, heard the, yeah. River, the river flowed out. Yeah. Wow. So his, his studio, your son's studio was affected by that? Oh, completely. Until the first, and also completely the, the, the ground and all the basement and also the first floor completely underwater. Wow. He cannot live at the moment in, in his house, you know. It's like he's living... In, in the house of uh, his wife, you know. And, Dad, uh, I'm coming, back, I'm coming down to Ibiza. I'm coming down to Ibiza. Now, let me ask you a really uh, a hardball question. I'm sure you get asked a lot because of your experience with Ibiza. Have you ever been to a foam party? To a what party? <laughs> <laughs> See, I always ask you these these groundbreaking questions. I think last time I I asked you uh, if Balls to the Wall had any reference to glory holes, and then I asked you if you knew what a glory hole was, and you were like, "What, what are you talking about, Roxy?" Well, a foam party is something that they have in Ibiza, where where it foam, like you know, like like the soap and bubbles and ah, the disco this, and stuff. Yeah, have you ever yeah, been yeah. to a foam party? No, no. Okay. This is definitely also not my kind of music, but they're, but they're playing there. <laughs> right. But see, that's the type of hard-hitting questions that the in-the-trenches people demand. They wanted to know if... <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> no foam parties for Udo. No, right? no, no. Strictly no, no, metal. No, no. no we what, have what, also good rock, rock clubs here in Ibiza. So a couple of them. That's cool. Really hear, uh, you must be the manager of metal. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! No, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Never been, it could be fun. I don't know. In a rock, could, in a rock be. Yeah. Or maybe I'm now, yeah, maybe I'm too old for this old now. You know, like uh, <clears throat> keeps you clean. Keeps you clean. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> so, um, one more question that I have about the old school, and then we're gonna uh, find out uh, a little bit more of how to get in touch with you and stuff. Um, but uh, as far as your son going back to mm -hmm. being in a band with him and, 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 the, and the whole lineup, is that what's going to be the, the lineup that you have for this upcoming UDO uh, game over? Do you, have a, yeah, do you have a new lineup worked out or what's up with that? Uh, I have still the, my Russian guitar player, Andres Smirnov. So he's now in the band also for nearly 10 years, <laughs> long time. And uh, <clears throat> I have two new members, of course, Fiti Vinod, he doesn't want to do it anymore. And then I found uh, Tilin Hudrat, uh, uh, he's from Slovenia. And, uh, and then the German guitar player, really unknown guy, uh, D. Damas. And uh, really young, young, you know, it was so funny, you know. I, I have a band around me, the bass player is... Uh, 30 years old, my son is 27, the guitar player D, he is 28, and the oldest one now is Andres Murnoff, he is 35, he's always said to me, oh, I'm the old guy, I said, yeah, come on, I'm double, <laughs> I'm, I'm double, you know, and you're, uh, you're Count Dracula, I, you, you, yeah, you but, feed off the youth, the, the, you know, yeah, but, hey, 
Many bands do that. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, this is something really have a young band, band around me, you know. And also, you know, with the new album, that was also they coming with different ideas. Of course, there are different generations. They listen to different bands, you know. They were not growing up with the uh, Black Sabbath, Uriah Heep, Deep Purple, and all that stuff. And they, yeah, it's very interesting, and it keeps you going, you know, fresh blacks and uh, push you in a way, and that's good. The Count Dracula of heavy metal, Udo Dirkstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, uh, you brought up something about new music, and what, what do people, you know, what do you listen to on your off time? Me. Do, it's just you. Uh, I know some people say what, but really, I only put the radio on. I'm not sometimes I listen to, yeah, let's say older stuff, uh, Rainbow stuff, Deep Purple, ACDC stuff. Uh, but the most of the time I have the radio on and there's a good rock, rock stations on. Like in Germany, we have a rock antenna, a radio Bob. You can get this also here in Ibiza. We have also a rock station here in Ibiza. And they are, I mean, just put the radio on and listen to the music, you know, and not like really uh, the whole time motorhead and this stuff. No. <laughs> Do you do anything to keep your voice in shape? Because your your voice is it's the type of music that you play. It's always been very demanding, especially on the vocal cords. Uh, have you during this whole, you know, sort of hiatus do, of, of us touring? No, I do. I do nothing. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> uh, really. I mean, okay, I stopped now smoking for seventeen years, but uh, I never do anything special. You know, still I go on stage and sing. It's the same no in the studio, you it's, know. And I, this is what I, you do. I don't yeah, I don't warm up also in the studio. It's just do it. And you sound I'm lucky. very I'm, much. I think, I think very I'm much really like lucky. someone I know. Yeah. It's, I, I, it you know, sounds exactly go ahead. Yeah, so and um, yeah, I think I'm really lucky. I mean, I know a lot of um colleagues, singers, they have really problems, you know. And uh, me Think on, on wood. Oh, don't worry. There's <laughs> plenty of wood yeah. in this hotel room. I'm knocking on wood for you. Hey, <laughs> I play with a singer as well that has a very, uh, how you say, relaxed practice habits. I mean, his way of practicing his vocals is us going out and playing nine holes of golf, which is great because, I mean, his voice, he's been very, very lucky in that knocking mm -hmm. on wood to to uh to ha to have it strong and you know of course we're doing three in a row we're doing a lot of shows and are, are you when you do the next tour are you planning on doing a type of schedule where it's a little bit more relaxed or or what what is your schedule mm -hmm. is three shows in a row Can day you, off or no we do mostly four or five shows and then have a day off yeah that's what that's some old strong school working, touring strong, man yeah strong working and um, and then of course I mean I changed a little bit you know if uh, you know in, in in Europe you're in a nightliner yes not in the hotels you know it's like show nightliner next town and so on and on yeah. so but now if we have some days day offs and then I go to the hotel relax you know or let's say if we have a long drive with the nightliner then. I do, yeah, it's luxury, I know, then I fly to, to fly to the next city, you know, and stay a little bit longer in hotels and stuff like that. That's the, 
That's the only luxury what I'm doing now in my age, you know. It's like it's I'm not 20 oh, years old anymore. <laughs> I love so, it, dude. Yeah. You have the work ethic of a of a bull. And I was and I was sort of whining and cringing about doing three shows in a row. So I was going I was hoping that you were gonna say, Well, I only do one show and then two days off, and then another show, no. you know, two shows. But no, no, I can't go back to management and say, Well, Udo works no, Udo works even more four or five shows. So I'm not going to mention that to any of our management. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so here we go. Um, it is now time for, cause we see you out there in the chat. We appreciate you being here and supporting our uh, podcast every single week. We have a, a fan of the week and this week. It's a very special one. So Vic is going to run that. And Vic, Fan of the week, Anders Lindholm. Man, I didn't know we were this guys right now. So Anders, I know this guy. Yeah, he's been he's been to shows. Um, he's been to both Alice shows. He's been to Udo shows. He's uh, Udo shows, and uh, very very supportive fan from Sweden. So there, yeah. and, and you're very popular in Sweden. It's not just all you know. It's not just Germany. It's not just but but you have a special relationship with Swedish fans, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, yes, I mean, uh, I like Sweden, you know, I mean, it's always uh, nice to do shows there, and uh, yeah, the fans are really nice, I mean, I have a good relationship with also Hammerfall, you know, and and yeah, I mean, this is that they come to the shows, you know, and that, oh, hello, talking, if they're not on tour, of course, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Sweden, you know, I mean, also, uh, I don't know if he... Still uh, has that much time, Mickey D, but he's now with the Scorpions, you know. And yeah, that's I mean, right. that's so he's yeah, the Scorps now. Yeah. So, the thing is, I mean, it, it is one of those questions when someone asks you, "Well, where are the best fans?" And, and you really can't answer because <sighs> they're great fans all over the world, and you've you've been able Ooh. to, yeah, you've been able to have a huge following and, and gather a huge following over the years. Do you think that's because of? just constantly working and constantly touring? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's uh, definitely uh, a thing of constantly working. And uh, it looks like we're doing always the right thing, you know, also album-wise. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's also for me still amazing, you know, this uh, fan, fan scene, uh, what fans, what we have in Russia, this is unbelievable, you know. I mean, uh, <sighs> And also, you know, like, uh, I mean, I don't know, the Russian fans are also completely different, you know, they are really into that and singing and I don't know, this is, it's always a different atmosphere in Russia. But then, of course, you go to South America. Yeah. This is like it's a completely else, different energy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So you cannot really tell who is who is the where are the best fans you know it's hard to say it's i think i think when you have such an international following the way you do that that they're pretty much passionate everywhere it's just just different levels of the way they show yes. it like the, yeah. like a, a, a scandinavian audience might not be as uh over the top as perhaps an italian or spanish or south american audience yeah but 
they'll know every single word and they'll sing it yes. back to you as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. fans all over the world uh, appreciate Udio. And of course, we appreciate anybody that supports uh, our music and the stuff that we do. And when you're talking about all this band that you had together, this uh, younger band, yeah. At one time, I was the young guy that was in Alice's band, but now I've been playing with him for as long as I have. But I'm always there for you, Udo, if, you, if you'd if you like for me to uh, come up and guest on the song again and, and, you know, maybe at a more manageable volume. But I would love to come up and, and hopefully our paths yeah. cross at some point. No, yeah. no problem. <laughs> no problem. I love it. Well, hey, the best way uh, to get in touch with uh, Udo and uh, his social media, uh, do you want to put that up there? And uh, Udo, do you want to uh, say it for those that are listening on our audio broadcast? Yeah, this is, this is, uh, you, yeah, this, you can use that you found, you found everything, definitely. And just, uh, Instagram, that's at Udo underscore official, uh, Facebook. Yes. Who do you yeah, the only thing Instagram at the moment is not working. We have to build up a new, uh, new, new thing on on Instagram. So, but the rest is uh, working. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll find it all. And people want to uh, find about the uh, new album, Game Over. That's the new Udio record that is coming out uh, with your son playing drums on it, as well as a superstar cast, and some of the same members of that new album already have something out right now uh, called Dirk Schneider and the Old Gang, and that's called Arising. You can catch that mm-hmm. EP on AFM Records, and uh, you can probably check out some videos on their official YouTube, as you can check out any of our videos, any of our past episodes of In the Trenches on Ryan Roxy official YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button somewhere around there if you are listening mm-hmm. and watching us on YouTube. So, uh, you know, just one last thing before we go, um, because you didn't uh, give us this huge routine of vocal exercises. I wasn't expecting it, but you, 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 like you, you're very uh, casual with warming up. You've been uh, very fortunate to have your voice uh, be strong throughout all these years. But as far as life goes to our listeners and viewers, um, is there any sort of life lesson that you sort of live by that you might want to pass on to other people before we leave? A life lessons part. I mean, this is, this is hard to say, you know. I mean, I was creating, I think, my own... A vocal technique by myself, you know. I never had lessons or something like that. I mean, um, I also was not like uh, to say I want to sing like in Gillen or I want to sing like Bon Scott or something like that. I mean, I always, yeah, try to have my own style and my own uh, technique, you know. And this is, uh, <laughs> you can do some some stuff with lessons, you know, the breathing stuff and all that. Fundamentals, but think, yeah. But I think it's the best thing that you can have is like have it natural. Yes, nature. Be original. Yeah. Yes. Be, be original. Be, that's it. Be original. Be yourself. And I think that's yes. not just applicable to singing. It's applicable to life in general. And yes. uh, that's what we're. That's what I was going for for an answer. And uh, you did everything that and more. Um, I'm glad we were able to cover um, uh, Michael Wagner and the this, this story about how you guys started and then you both went on to a uh, very huge success uh, from that small German town 
a little bit outside yes. of Cologne. Is that where it's at? In, it's there. It, no, we start. We start in 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 Wuppertal. And Wuppertal and Dolingen. This is a little bit, yeah, 50 kilometers from, from Cologne. <laughs> and then it's brought you all the way to this lovely place in Ibiza. Yes. Where we get to talk to each other and uh, dive into the trenches. Thanks for being in the trenches, Udo. Um, everybody check much. out the new album. That's Udo Game Over coming out in October. And, of course, right now, Dirk Schneider and the old gang are rising out now. Udo. Again, a pleasure to have you on. I'm sure we'll, our rock paths will cross somewhere at the end of 2021 or 2022, yeah? 2022, yeah, maybe, maybe. And then definitely we have a good time together. Maybe Absolutely. another beer. <laughs> another beer. Another yeah. beer. And maybe a foam party somewhere. No yeah, foam party. Yeah, why not? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Udo. Okay. Have a good one, and until next time, I'm Ryan Roxy. Enjoy the ride. See ya. In the Trenches with Ryan Roxy. Hello. Moby, give him his guitars back. As you can tell, uh... This guy's Udo, and uh, we have a segment called Hanging with Udo. So imagine, see, yeah, imagine no. that. Udo just farted. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way Germans fart. <laughs> Even their farts are, like, really mechanical. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> like a machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just go take a walk in the next segment, Hanging with Udo. Oh. Good. Yeah, Nikki good. Anderson. Ah. Yeah, Imperial State Electric, one of Sweden's best bands right now. What do you good. think about that? Good, very good. Good look? Yeah, good looking. All right. Good. Cool. Let's go. But I cannot wear something like this. I don't think you might You might not get the same sort of... Um, people might actually take it a bit further, huh? Yeah, yeah. Along with the camouflage? Yeah. And, yeah, and the fact that you're German... wrong um, <laughs> thinking then. <laughs> Boys, there's always been sort of some sort of thing that has pushed the envelope, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, like a ball through the wall and a lot of leather boys. There was, uh, in, the, in, the, in the 80s, they called us a gay metal band, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are not gay metal band. No, never. So, so balls to the wall has no no reference to any glory hole whatsoever. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Do you know what a glory hole is? No. Really. <laughs> well, for those of you out there that are watching this show in the future, this is what they used to call a record store, there, yes. where you could actually go in and, and, and buy records. So we're going to go in with Udo and see uh, what kind of records maybe that he likes to listen to. Okay. Shall we? Most of your records have been released on vinyl. Yeah, nearly, nearly all of them. So um, there may be one or two missing. I can think of one right off the bat. Yeah, Thin Lizzy, very good one. Jailbreak. Yeah, I was listening many times to this, and very often to this this uh, band, and also especially this Jailbreak is a very good album. Your voice, it's uh, it's been described as not. Radio friendly. I say, screw that. It's, 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 it's not it's friendly. radio friendly. It's not radio friendly. No, but but, okay. people, but no, but honestly, I I think it, it, you're one of the friendliest guys I know. I mean, okay. we've known each other for years. <laughs> okay, yeah. So so why why is your voice so unfriendly? I don't know. I mean, I try to be friendly always. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go see if we can find. Uh, we we need to find some camouflage because look, I came out 
in total. Yeah, yeah I came out for it, and and, and yeah. that's and that's sort of your thing. Yeah, no, I'm a team I mean, player. I came out to do the interview I'm, in camouflage. I'm not walking around always with camouflage, <laughs> or we would never see you if you were. Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh, just uh, just do this on stage, but uh, in private, I uh, don't walk around in camouflage. Let's see if we can go find some sort of accessory for uh, Udo, shall we? Let's go. Okay, maybe we could go in here in this store and see if there's something we can find for Udo to wear. <laughs> Don't you think? No, there's nothing in there. You never if we know. were to maybe go go for a new look, you know, would, would people actually be... This one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to unveil the new look for the new tour. What is the things that you collect? Because everybody has some sort of... You know, Lemmy has his daggers. You know, um, uh, Jay Leno has his Ferraris and cars. What, what, what is your collectibles? I really have to tell this. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, what I uh, uh, collect is, um, how you call this, from, from, from India, some like Buddha's uh, status? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got many at home. Okay. About how many? What's a, what's a... At the moment, it's around 25. Completely different ones, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm into... I'm, I'm not into... Uh, You're not a Buddhist? No, no, no. But you uh, like, but you I like, like I the like, status? I like that, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? All of a sudden, Udo's mailbox has just gotten flooded with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if you have, like, a million Budos sent but to you But nobody has my address in Ibiza. Ah. Ah. But now you just gave away the country, so you just Yeah, said, that's okay. I think you're the only Udo in Ibiza. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm the only Udo in Ibiza. That's uh, maybe... Um... So maybe you could just send the Budo, and just, Budo there, and you could just, have, just put a stamp on it and say, Udo, Ibiza. There you go. Yeah. Maybe. Why not? All right. What, what, what are, is your pet peeve question of, you know, like one, one that someone asks you every time and you go, what, you know, like, why did he ask that again? Why do I always get asked this always question? Always accept questions. Okay. <laughs> Anything having to do with accept? Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, I mean, of course I, I was, I was, uh, of course I was, I was creating accept. Hmm. So, but I mean, now, you know, after a while, I mean, I do now UDO for nearly 20 years. Yeah. And so always, especially now accept is uh, existing again. Uh, and uh, you, why you are not uh, joined the band and blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, get a little bit tired of it. Okay. So I guess my next question would be, uh, except and no, <laughs> managed to, to, to make this not just uh, not just a one tour thing. You managed to do it for pretty much your whole life. How do you stay healthy on the road? Is it pub food or is it? <laughs> I never take drugs uh, and don't be an alcoholic. <laughs> so and I mean, it's if you want to do this job uh, and you do it, you want to do it 100%, then you have to stay healthy. See, that's the advice that you guys need out there because this guy's done it. This guy's done it. He's living proof that yeah, you can for do four, it. For 40 years for now. 40 years. And, so? now, so, and now we're going to take all that advice that you just gave and uh, sort of just put it in our back pocket. We're going to take that advice, but we're going to have a beer ourselves. <laughs> okay, and we're going to close out the Hanging with Udo section. So thank you very much for watching. This has been Hanging with Udo. Thank okay, you, Udo. Thank you. Bye. Cool. Okay.